What up, what up, what up, y'all? It's Rob on the RVs Podcast, giving you my views to you. Last time we talked on the episode two, it was about Corona, Corona, Corona. That was over about two months ago now. By the way, y'all, I have a I have two episodes on deck, so check them out when you can. Support your brother. Comment, give us a five star if you please, on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. We coming at you live and in person from the ATL, the Black Mecca. You know what? Actually, I'm in Stockbridge, 25 minutes south. But coming from the ATL sounds better, right? But that's between me and you. The cool thing, it actually kept us out of harm's way with all that craziness that was going on downtown with all the looting and the police doing what they do. Today is June 6, 2020. Time is flying by. That's six months. We've got six months, y'all, and then we'll be in 2021. Crazy. I remember my mama always told me, as you get older, time gets faster and faster and faster. And at 54, man, it's going by too quick. But with that said, we're going to go into our podcast today. i got a special, special guest that's going to join me. Hope you guys enjoy it. And again... Black Lives Matter. Based upon all the protests around the world, that Corona has taken a time out. So, prayerfully, I don't see a spike, but I'm, I'm assuming it will be because there was no social distancing as people, like I said, over the world been protesting, especially in the United States, all 50 states, protesting the murder in broad daylight of our man, our brother, George Floyd, rest in peace. So we're going to talk about that. The NBA is back. We're going to have some sports. And it's just, it's surreal that in our t- lifetime that things are actually going to change as opposed to the status quo. A lot of people are now realizing that the systemic racism is real. They're seeing it live and in person. It's getting so crazy with police brutality, brutality going on that police are wiping out folks that look like them, which is unheard of. Uh, two officers pushed a 71-year-old white man, had him bleeding, and then uh, they were fired the next day and out of solidarity with their fellow officers, 57, uh, went ahead and resigned on that special task force. So now the police are trying to stand up for theirs. Meanwhile, we as Black Lives Matter, black folks, black and brown, and our allies, we're standing up for what is right. Because a wise person once said to me, right is right, right never wrong nobody. But in this episode, I have a very, very, very special guest. Sometimes I'll be like, wow, some of the stuff, the, uh, not stuff, but the information that's in the enlightenment that she gives me when we talk. None other than my better half, my wife, Kathy. She's going to join me today and give us her insight as a black woman. How she's dealing with it. What's her observation? We are over in uh, Stockbridge, Georgia, which is about 25 minutes from Atlanta, Georgia, the black Mecca. And even that city, they were looting and tearing it down last weekend to where we had to have a curfew. The curfew was lifted today. We don't know it's a daily basis but uh, we have much respect to the Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, who is showing 
that she's a worthy candidate to be VP to Mr. Biden. But we're going to talk about that, too. We're going to talk about our candidates. We're going to talk about the issues at hand. Think about it. Two weeks ago, what, Memorial Day, we go barbecue and chill. But then we saw a murder, a lynching, if you will, in broad daylight. So I'm going to bring my wife in. How you doing, wife? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for the invite. I'm pleased to be on this podcast today and discuss what's going on right now. So instead of you uh, shouting from the peanut gallery now, we'll be <laughs> recorded so everybody can know what you, all that shit you be talking. But anyway, as we go, go into it, as everybody know, it's, it's something hitting a little different. And in my opinion, why it's different as opposed to the other times when police had brutally murdered innocent black men and women. It always, we didn't see it, or if we did see it with camera, it was instant. So they could play off that, oh, I was, I was intimidated, I feared for my life, all that kind of BS. But this time... The difference was, and why it hit even our allies, was the fact that they sat on this man's knee. Derek, I believe, Chauvin, and then there's two other cats. I didn't. I don't even want to get their names. But they had their knee in, in George Floyd's back. Uh, Derek had his knee on his neck, and they did it for 8 minutes and 46 seconds in broad daylight. And the dude had a smirk on his face as if saying, what the fuck you go do? Nothing. So shout out to the young girl. I don't have her name, but she's 17 years old. She kept that that uh, phone steady, kept her camera on what was going to happen as George pleaded for his dead, his deceased mother. Excuse me, I'm not going to say dead, but deceased mother, rest in peace. Because I believe in the spirit he knew. Because usually when it's time of trouble, we all, even as adults, he was 46 years old. Sometimes, if it ain't Jesus, we call on our mama. You know what I mean? So I think that's why it hit us a little different this time. And that's we galvanize in each city, Minneapolis, then L.A., Atlanta, Louisville. And shout out to Breonna Taylor, whose officers have not been charged or arrested yet. And they need she needs her justice. Her birthday was yesterday. She would have been 27 years old. Definitely going too soon. So marches all around the country were today and yesterday on her behalf. Uh, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. Uh, so uh, what was your thoughts when you saw that situation? And, and is, what's your take on why you think it's a little bit? It's not a little bit. It's different than the other times. What happened this time to make it so different that we know change is going to come regarding policy, voting, the whole nine. That that uh, after we showed four years ago, it ain't going to happen in 2020. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you hit the um, nail on the head when you said that it was out there for everyone to see. Where previously it would just be a, there, a delayed release of something happening on camera, be it if it was the police officer's uh, body cam that released with no audio or you get audio with actually no video and it or be dark. Yeah, yeah, or be dark and mm-hmm. there's time to, you know, get ahead of it and give some type of, you know, spill on defending themselves or you know, like they're fearing for them lies. This time it's way different where we have the ability to use our technology to put, as I would say, on blast what's really going on immediately. What we see with our own eyes for everyone to see and hear and have the feeling that 
everyone felt who was right there in that moment mm-hmm. in, in in shock in horror in pain wanted to help him i read a post on Facebook where someone had said when he called when Floyd called out for his mama he was calling out for everyone's mama he was calling for every black mother to stand up and take action and that is where we are right now that's what makes it different where it's time to take action where you can actually see it and now that you see it and you can hear it we can definitely do something about it where people can't say oh well maybe maybe no there's no maybes it was clear Oh, for sure, for sure. The only thing, another thing that I think is different that a lot of people don't talk about, being that it's 2020 and not, not uh, the middle 60s or early 70s when they protested the Vietnam War and uh, different protests within the last 10 years is that the demographic is different. Meaning, uh, we grew up where with technology, we could talk our talk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're not going to go down and be submissive. And, and you know the generation under us, these teenagers and young ones, 20 in their 20s, we've been saying that they don't have no respect. Now it's actually a plus. Right, <laughs> so they right. won't respect yeah. the police. We're like, what? What you say? Uh, so that's what's different. And, and I, I think definitely in voting. So whoever hears this, make sure you register and vote. Voting does make a difference. The difference is when we come out in numbers, because you figure uh, our allies, when I say allies, I mean white folks, they're 61%. So usually they're divided, so that's 30-30. They need our 12 for 13% to get them over. We got a few, and then, you know, the Latinos, they're up and down. They may go Republican. They don't know what they're doing. Some some are pro-liberal. Some are pro-conservative. So that's a watch. So it actually relies on us. And usually we go Democrat. But up the play, I, I tell everybody, the play is not Biden himself. The play is Biden getting there to get rid of Trump. And then people in Biden's cabinet, cabinet who have his ear, the Bernies of the world, Andrew Yang. Um, I'm hoping he gets Kamala Harris as a VP. So he'll have people around him giving him advice, let him be the figurehead, and then the key is we need to vote locally. We need to go ahead and change the DA. We need to uh, change these, uh, the senators and the uh, House of Representatives so the Congress, the Democrats can have the, the House and the, and the Senate, and then we can change everything that Trump did with his executive orders. We get everything back that's pro-people. Mm-hmm. There was, um, they tend to say that history repeats itself. And in, in in terms of if you haven't if things that circular you know it goes around and around so mm-hmm. the the way in which they treat us as a, a people the uh, the situation in terms of uh, more white people being empowered but there was a time in which we actually took action where there was a time where there was more black people in politics and in places public officials yeah, that was you know, reconstruction. Right. so mm-hmm. it's time for that, that like history oh, for sure. to repeat itself and this is making that opportunity for it to happen we have the manpower to collectively to say we're going to put our people in place Mm-hmm. We're going to vote in these local elections and actually have people that represent us. Because if we start locally, then those people still have a, a foothold to go nationally and start representing in larger numbers. And this is that time to do it where, you know, it's it's our time. Especially in this pandemic. Shout out to anybody 
that's bettering themselves in these three months. If you ain't better yourself, learned something, got better at, I have an issue with you. So this is the time to do your research, do your due diligence, know what the hell policy is, is know who these uh, folks that are running, what they're running about, and know what their platforms are. But by the way, speaking of Biden, because it's 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 one hundred percent sure that he has the Democrat uh, nomination. What did you feel when in that interview with Charlamagne? Because I have a different take. Because usually I'm a different cat. I keep it one hundred. What was your take when he had the interview on the Breakfast Club with Charlamagne? When he said, "If you don't vote for me, for him, you ain't black." What did you, what was your take? Well, I think that uh, they. My first response was, "They ain't ready." They ain't ready to hear that, you know, because it's going to be taken so many different ways mm-hmm. um, for for him to say that he was trying to be, which I, I get relatable. He was trying to say that if you have questioning who you actually be, should be voting for, if you're questioning what policies or what candidate should be the person to chew back as a black person, you should already know and say it in a, I guess he was attempting in a dialect that, you know, others would understand. But um, I know he would, he got a lot of backlash. First thing first, when it comes down to that, this is what frustrates me. When they put out bits mm-hmm. of a conversation. Right. So then it can be taken and misconstrued taken out, not, yeah, right, out, out of context. context. Yeah. He, there was a whole long dialogue before that and after that. Where he that got comfortable. It, where, where he got comfortable, but it made yeah. it clear. So there was no question in terms of why it's, he's a clear choice um, from the unfortunate person we have in place right now. Mm-hmm. He made it very, very clear in terms of, you know, the differences in terms of what needs to happen. Now, just like you pointed out, it's not like he's the necessarily the perfect candidate. It's more so right now we cannot take another four years of policies that Trump's putting in place of officials that he's selecting and putting in mm-hmm. power to make decisions. People don't think about the Supreme Court judges that are there for their whole lifetime that he's putting in place that are affecting what we determine, what affects us. Policy. Down the line, a whole bunch of policies, and they're they're not looking at that. They're just looking at you know if you are going financially. Oh, well, he's about you know making money. He's a businessman, but those business decisions are not to benefit you. They're to benefit that one percent. It has nothing to do with you. So even if you were attempting to look at it from that perspective, that's still not helping you. Then in terms of incre- uh, creating more jobs. Right now, this pandemic, he, he's showing that he can't be creative in any shape, form, or fashion for jobs or even helping the people who are getting sick. How long did he wait before he came out and actually acknowledged the fact that this was going to be something larger than what he did? What was his uh, responses? Um, I think it's going to pass over. I think, I think, I think there's not a time for think. You have to look at statistics and listen to people with wise counsel, listen to the numbers, look at the scientific facts. And be able to right. answer and come with a creative solution. But he doesn't have a cabinet that's equipped for that. He's not equipped for that. They voted the wrong person in place. And so mm-hmm. now it's time to make that absolute change in the right direction and just get someone who's ready to support. You made a great point about the judges. But people are listening. They, they're going to agree with me that you, you're smart and so intelligent. But for the record, I just want to tell folks, where did you get that information from, by the way? Just want to... Oh, the Supreme Court judges? Yeah, where did you get it from? Yeah, we, we've discussed this. No, who did you get it from? From you. Who, who was me? My husband, Robert Smith. Oh, okay, okay. I just, I just want that uh-huh. left the record state. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. I'll rest my case. Yeah. But anyway, with that said, because we're going to go to the pandemic after we just talk about, as you know, what's going on this week and, and the, I call it the, not the unrest, the rebellion. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. in a in a positive way. Because I mean, it's it's never been where all fifty states at one time protesting on the same thing, you know. So that's it's been great. It's I'm I'm grateful to be alive to see the change. I know it's going to be a change and part of it. Now, as far as protesting, you said you protested before, right? Yes. Yeah, that's one thing I haven't done. I, I don't feel bad about it, but uh, I, I'm not going to risk uh, my five kids. And, and you and myself because I don't know if y'all got the memo but I sure didn't get it COVID-19 is still rampant that's correct folks are still dying and getting mm-hmm. become positive so you know there's going to be a spike so that's not necessarily smart but some people have to do what they do so it's too risky for me so my way of participating is you know putting stuff on social media I am contributing to the causes with my money putting my money where my mouth is so hopefully when everything is clear and it's guaranteed that it's gone, then definitely we're we'll, we'll going to get out there in droves and represent the Smith way mm-hmm. as but well. It, but it's always more than one way to protest. support a cause. That's and, good, and to protest. good point, Gabby. Good point. So we're, we're exercising one form of that. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's, I don't think that any form of, any form of, any form of protest should be minimized. Mm-hmm. You know, all of it is going towards action and making a conscious decision to stand up and speak for what you know is wrong and to get action for what we need to do is right. So what about this topic uh, in this week? Uh, I know you're not really familiar, but I, I explained it to you. Familiar with Drew Brees, the great quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, which is about a few miles away in New Orleans. And uh, he put his foot in his mouth, mm-hmm. then tried to apologize, did it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then he finally stepped up because your boy Trump, with his Twitter fingers, was talking mm-hmm. about that kneeling. Then uh, Drew said, hey, Trump, stay out of it. This is about Black Lives Matters, and they do matter, and we need to t- take care of the business of this po- police brutality and the fact that because of systemic racism, we need to change policies. So he's actually, this first first time I saw a white man, other than a politician, of stature, Stand up to Trump, which was interesting. So hopefully more people, Mr. Tom Brady, et cetera, et cetera, will wake up and smell the coffee. And I'm hoping that the NFL, they even came out with a statement saying how they didn't hear in the past, but now they're open ears to hear what their players are saying. They need to openly apologize to uh, Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. have a team offer him a, a, a job, and then I hope Kaepernick say, fuck you. That's what I hope. That's that's in a perfect world. That's what I hope he hope he does. And that was cool that he, his foundation, not his foundation, his, yeah, his foundation, Youth uh, for Right Camp, they set up uh, for litigation to get everybody that was protesting that was in jail, get them uh, to get that bail money. Mm-hmm. Another thing, I'm so impressed that uh, the GoFundMe set a record. I believe it was at $14, 15000000 million. People, 500,000 people contributed. They uh, Kanye gave two million to the to the daughter for her uh, school. No, no, Kanye t- took care of her college tuition. They didn't say what school or how much. And he gave two million dollars for uh, for the efforts. So people with money are now contributing. Jay Z was talking to the governor to get that brother, uh, Mr. Ellison, I believe it's Keith Ellison, as the attorney general to go ahead and prosecute this case. So everything in place for a win win. 
So we hope these guys, but the key now is we got this one, but we got to keep the same energy in November when we vote. We got to keep the same energy in Louisville for the people uh, that need to be charged in the Breonna Taylor's case. And definitely uh, now they uh, already agreed uh, that we can put those folks in our, uh, unfortunately, our new state of Georgia. To, to the Mike Malcolm, Mike, uh, the Mike, what's it, McMichael family, and the other dude, I don't know the third guy, but from Ahmad Auburn. So they go be tried. We know they go go to jail. So it's looking good. But the key is, we don't even want to get to this stuff. We just want them to leave us the fuck alone. Right. You know, going back to you know what you were saying that uh, this time, that's the, that's the uh, upside and downside to having social media, right? that you can put your foot in your mouth. Mm-hmm. But I, I do appreciate it for everyone to see so we can see what your true colors are. So a lot of times you get these individuals who are in the limelight, but they have the, what their um, their publicists, mm-hmm. you know, their, their internal. Oh yeah, you could have the apology you know, the next day. Right, you know right, that. right. Mm-hmm. But the, you know, just to, at least for him to stand up and acknowledge and say, you know what? I'm not afraid to say Trump, this has nothing to do with what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, this is oh, going back that, to yeah, 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 this is this is not you know your time to to speak on what I'm apologizing about, which is a real situation that's going on because we know that you know Trump don't care, mm-hmm. but for you know Drew Brees to actually say to stand up and have enough you know gall to say, look, what's right is right, what's right ain't never wrong nobody. Let me tell you to sit down and be quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really respected that and appreciated that. Now, I'm not going to agree with everybody. I don't think we should. You know, he's entitled to his opinion. Uh, he's entitled to also get educated on his opinion. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you know, make active decisions to continue to educate himself on what needs to be said and, and how he should be, you know, open that perspective of what he's got going on. But what's so funny, and that's just shows how white privilege is used. They don't take the time to know. Oh, no. Cap had an 18-minute interview explaining in detail why he was kneeling and what for. It had nothing to do until Trump did that kneeling and you son of a bitch's statement, and then they ran with it. So people just don't take the time to do their due diligence. But one thing I do want to say before we switch gears on some opinions of some other things, they're kind of funny. But one thing I do realize is, and I have to check myself, as a Christian man who's God is love and I'm supposed to love everybody, whatever's close to hate, that whatever it is, you could dislike so much and he almost gets to hate. I feel that towards Trump. He is such a idiot, bigot. For him to say, George Floyd, I hope he's looking down on us and realizing it's a great day. He said that yesterday. Because the economy went from 14% to 13 when before the pandemic was like at 5 or 3% for white folks, 5 for black folks. Still is terrible, but the point is, George Floyd is dead. How can it be a great day? He has no empath- empathy at, at all. No sympathy. Straight up asshole. And, and for someone to even think he deserves to be a leader when he has shown he has no leadership qualities whatsoever. He's a TV guy, and he just stayed on TV. He thinks this is TV. It's not. It's real life. So I can't wait till we get the opportunity to vote his butt out of office. But But on a different note, let's switch gears. 
because we don't want to talk about him all day, every day. Every If you can't see, even Ray Charles can see. Ray Charles is blind and he did. Oh, little joke. But anyway, give me your opinion, ma'am. Even though it's COVID-19, social distancing six feet away, wear your mask. You could be a... What's the word? Say it again. I have trouble saying it. Oh, asymptomatic. That word. You could be that. So, therefore, you could be feeling good and you could still be positive and give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. What do you feel as of now that you're a Georgian, how folks be in the club, your, your, before anybody, your governor was saying, hey, come on now, this is going to be open, that's going to be open, come through. We drive by Applebee's, they say, come on in. What's your take on that? Is that funny to you or... I mean, do you find it laughable? Do you find it sad? What's your take on it? It's all of the above. It's laughable that people will fall for what's a really sad situation mm-hmm. in terms of them, him, uh, the governor, without saying it verbatim, was really being selective in where he opened places to kill us. Mm. Uh, if you think about it, who goes to hair salons? Who's going to the nail shop? Who's going to the bowling alley? Who's going to all these different places well, gotta, in the club? I think that's stereotypical, baby. I really do. Like, I don't. I don't think that's black people go to there. That's that's people been saying that, but white folks get their nails done. They want they want their hair tightened, right? I'm not talking about racially. I'm talking about social economically. Okay, all right. I think it was a. You, you think that's poor people? I think that, yeah, people who do not have I think financial means to actually do things. I, I don't think someone who is going to a high-end salon or spending thousands of dollars on getting their hair done was really concerned about going to an actual hair salon to have it done. They paid someone to come to them, and they did all their proper steps to make sure that they were safe. I think it's more so that Kemp wants to appease Trump, and Trump is all about the economy. Economy, 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 stupid. Economy. That's what he's about. So I think he was just going to appease him and say, hey, president said it okay? It's okay. Because they're not worrying about lives. They're not, they're not worrying about... The dude don't even wear a mask when he's supposed to. Do you see? He was... He should, <laughs> put some disaffected. That'll kill it. Right. Take it and put it in the air. Like you said earlier, oh, it's going to get warmer and it's just going to go away. Mm-hmm. So hopefully those... But remember, we're not talking about the brightest of people work persons right there. But no, remember, we still, we're not going to talk about Trump. We're going to go on and, and transition. And, and I, I just think it goes deeper than just economics. Yeah, we could go economics on for is one thing, but you know, I think it's a different scenario. Now, though, let's go to specifically the club. Now, that is absolutely laughable. Are you really that desperate that you're willing to risk your life just to get up on somebody? People think that if it just like a lot of things in life, where it's like. Uh, white privilege, white folks in general who don't think police are terrible and police can't lie when, in, in this COVID. If it's not knocking on your door, somebody you don't know personally has it mm-hmm. or has died of it, you think it's not real because you don't see it. And of course, to statistics, if you're young, have a cool immune system, no respiratory problems, no diabetes, you're good. And if you get it, you're just going to be sick like the flu. Maybe instead of flu one week, with the COVID, you'll probably be sick about three or four weeks. We had someone close to us have it. And they were, you know, they're in pretty good shape. And they, they recovered, but they were very sick. And he told me he felt like he was going to die. So we take it very seriously. seriously so that's why we're definitely not out there like a lot of other people. But, uh, yeah, it's laughable. It's, it's, 
One thing I think between, I see the difference between Georgia and California, because I was in California a couple weeks ago, and they had just opened up in Sacramento BJ's, and they did everything tip-top, on point. You had the separation of tables, had your mask on, they gave the paper menus. It seemed like they had a different vibe. They were more serious about it than Georgia. Mm-hmm. We find out, you know, you go to the post office, they they doing everything decent, but you find some places where half the people don't have masks, they don't have gloves, they just think it's a normal, normal day. So, bottom line is the prayers that the pandemic will go away, but and I pray that we're wrong, that it won't be a spike, but there were awfully a lot of people, not social distancing, right. but these protests. Right. So much prayer, uh, much respect, salute them, and we praying for them that they don't get hurt. On a lighter note, before we go, because we wanted to give you 30 minutes, and I appreciate you coming aboard, being my talking head, letting everybody know how smart you are. You make me smart. But anyway, I'm, what's my favorite sport? Basketball. Basketball is back. <laughs> Basketball is back. My man Alvin, uh, Adam Silver got the board of governors together and they voted 29-1. and one. For some reason, Portland Trailblazers Blazers said they didn't want to do it. But anyway, 29-1. They all go be in Orlando, Florida, where Disney World is, some complex. And they go play the season out. Uh, 13 teams from the Western uh, Conference. And then uh, we got uh, nine teams from the East. And then they go do a playing game. But we're going to have basketball. We're going to have something of interest. I'm so Netflixed out. <laughs> Hulu out. Man. Now we're going to have some entertainment. They're going to say they'll start in July. So we're looking forward to that. Go Lakers. We go do this for Kobe. 2020 has been a definitely a different year. Yes, yes, it so it's, it's good to know that the NBA guys will get back. And then uh, the Warriors, won't, of course, won't be involved. But that means Steph can get more rest. Kate mm-hmm. Clay will get back. And then 2021, now that's going to be the season. But we're glad that they're going to come back. I think football is on track. Baseball, who cares? Because, uh, you know, us black folks, we don't like baseball. It's too boring. But I want to shout out my wife for coming aboard and just saying, hey, we talk about this every day. Let's record it, put it out to our folks on the podcast. Uh, we want you to go ahead and comment, like. We appreciate y'all. And we want to honestly and seriously, change is coming, but we got to be safe. We got to be smart yeah. in everything we do. That's right. And so we want you to go ahead and vote, do your research, get rid of Trump's ass. <laughs> like I said, like my boy Joe Biden said, if you don't, if you vote for Trump, you ain't black. Peace. Boy, that was hecka, hecka, or as, as you know, folks know I'm from Cali. That was hella fun. Hanging with my wifey, letting y'all know on our day-to-day how we get at it give our opinions and have a nice intellectual conversation, have fun, laugh, all that good stuff. But uh, this ain't a video, so I don't want you to like it. I want you to give us a five star. I want you to comment and I want you to share. Support your family. It's much, it's much appreciated. One love and again, Black Lives Matter.